0: And yeah, there's obviously something to be said about like that surrender within it, but that surrender is a lot easier when you feel safe and secure. And so I think asking yourself that question of like, what do I actually need to feel safe and secure enough to be able to be fully in my creative process, etc.
1: Did you know that your dreams will always require your healing? It's true, and that could be why you freeze or shut down whenever you try to move towards your own brilliant creativity. This podcast exists to show you exactly why that is and how to move towards creating the things that only you can. So let's go. I'm Courtney Lancaster, and this is the Heal Create Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Heal Create Podcast. My name is Courtney. We are in season two and we've had a few episodes and a few conversations that have been really exciting and today is no different. I am gonna introduce you to my friend and someone that I have um, hired to work with me on my creative business. She's an incredible business coach for creatives with such an amazing message. Immediately, we'll put your um, Instagram handle, but immediately follow her. If you are a creative that is trying to uh, build a business, you need to be following my friend, Stephanie.
0: <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course.
1: Absolutely. I am so happy that you're here. I was just telling you before that I was looking at your Instagram and you're just such a buoyant and joyful and very practical source of Inspiration and advice. And I think that you can tell that it comes from years of working specifically with mm. creatives and artists and how you've cultivated a message that is specifically for them. Creatives aren't going to get the same practical advice or the same inspiration or education from like some of these, I don't know, super businessy people, some of these like very like bro, you know, high motivation, like feel the fear and do it anyways, people, we are not wired the same way. And so can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this field of work?
0: Mm. Well, first of all, thank you so much for saying that because I feel like I'm sure everybody feels that when you're in your own thing. It's like, is this hitting? Like, is this, is this, you know? And so I appreciate you saying that. I freaking love creatives. I love working with creatives. It has been like such a journey to get to this place that I'm at now. I've been a coach for I think like 8 years now. I've been building my business for like over 10 and I kind of like organically landed in the place of working specifically with creatives. I only started to say those words for the last couple of years, but I always worked with creatives and I just saw so many of the same Themes, the same struggles, the same, and everybody sort of feeling like it is a solely them problem. That, okay, I'm looking at all of these people on social media, obviously, especially building their businesses this way. And I feel like I like just feeling like you have to do it that way or feeling like it because it's not working for me, something is wrong with me. I think that's where that big healing part comes in. So much of the work that I do with creatives, yes, is business focus to an extent but it most all of it is starting with that like healing part of here's all the things that I've been struggling with because I feel like I'm not doing it right or the things that are working for everybody else isn't working for me and really like peeling that back so anyways it kind of organically landed in this space of working with creatives from seeing all of these themes and mainly women but just seeing these themes sort of running through, but everyone feeling like this is a solely them problem. And then that's sort of where that healing part comes in so that you can create what you actually want to create.
1: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I think it seems like one of the common themes in your business is trusting yourself. Like that's a really foundational piece of what you do. And I remember when I worked with you, it was so surprising to me, what I noticed was that I knew exactly what I wanted to do and I knew exactly who I was. And I had a million ways that I was talking myself out of all of those things because I was afraid, really afraid of like success and being seen and like stuff like that. What are other themes that you find when you work with clients? Like this is one of the questions that I wrote down. Cause I'm like, you've got, I know that for me in my coaching business, I hear pretty much like a very similar few stories that kind of keep coming up for people. So for creatives in business, what are some of the stories that you hear when people are struggling with creating a business around their art?
0: So many things. I think one of the biggest <laughs> things I've heard late, well, I shouldn't even say lately, like just a massive theme is feeling like they are either, one, or, one of two things, either like lazy and can't get things done or gathered and, ha- and like their actual creative genius is the fact that they have so many ideas and so many directions and so much like just so much happening and that being like channeled into this this sort of negative story that they're scattered and all over the place and like don't know what they're doing when in fact that is literally the thing that makes you a creative genius not everybody's brain works that way or the other side of it oh I have chills the other side of it of like being lazy and not following through, which that one comes through a lot just because of social media and watching. I always say like creative business is so different. Create- business for creatives is so different. And so we, you yes. can't really – this is true for everybody. You cannot watch what other people are doing and then try and like plug and play into your own business. It almost never works. Yes. But for creatives, there's that like life person side of it where it's like we don't function – that way that will never feel good for you in your life and business and so that that part of it that like lazy and not following through and like nothing working for you the way other people not being able to do the things other people are doing um, that's a huge story so like that lazy not following through and then that like being scattered and like having like no direction which is not true and so for that it's for For both, there's like obviously strategies based on each individual person, but Mm -hmm. for each individual person. I think the place Mm -hmm. that I always work with clients in is like you as a person and figuring out like what do you want and grounding into that Mm -hmm. instead of looking everywhere else for that answer. And that's where like that self-trust comes in so massively. That's exactly,
1: exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of cool that you see those same two themes because they are, I have, can absolutely relate Mm -hmm. to that. And do you notice that it all kind of boils down to this missing piece of self-trust? Like, is there, like, what's the foundational, like, thing that you see when you see people struggling on all those kinds of ways where you're like, oh, wow, you don't have
0: blank. Mm. Mm. I mean, so many things. I think the first place is if we've heard something, okay, so for example, I'm 35 years old. If I've heard the same thing from like, you know, starting when you're you're with your parents and then when you're in school and then when you enter into like an industry and then you're like got social media and there's just like so much noise. And so it's like self-trust is not even accessible, because you don't even there's just so much noise, you don't even know what's yours, and what's not yours. And so I think a huge part of it is just like the noise. And the yeah, it's not even a lack of like self awareness. It's just, it can get so muffled when we're not intentionally looking at it, where it's like, everything becomes yours, that's not yours. And so I think, yes, there's self trust. But before you can even like get to the self trust, you have to be super aware of what's Coming up, what's yours? What's not? Because that so those two stories we talked about that if we just take that on as like that is my identity that and for creatives a lot of times that becomes part of my identity. We're like oh, I'm like a floating artist, or I'm just like yes. so scattered. That's why I'm like I can never be successful. Like all of those stories be- just become like that must be true.
1: And we've so we've heard them we just, so
0: many times. Yeah. yeah, and so it it's not even necessarily like the self trust is the way to like. I don't want to say fix that, but like heal that and change yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I think first, it's just becoming aware of like all of those stories. And then when it comes to business, it's just figuring out like a, a direction that you actually want to move based on what you really want and what works for you, not based on anybody else's version of that.
1: Right. But I just want someone to tell me what's going to work before I do it though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That that's be like nice? this
1: totally <laughs> well and that's like what the you know the risk is with self-trust of course is like we haven't seen nobody has pioneered our our own path yeah so we can't really see but I think for creatives and it's so important to be able to trust yourself and we do trust ourselves when we're creating art but when we're entering into like business spaces I think yeah. we artists immediately disqualify themselves because we're like, oh, that's just not like, ooh, that's just not me. That's not what I do. Like, I can't, I can't do it. Totally. Or we're trying to lure, learn all of the rules, which is so counterintuitive to how the artist's brain and soul works. Mm-hmm. So where did you get that? I had never heard anybody really say that before you, like mm-hmm. how you want to do it will work for you because you're mm-hmm. that loved you're that trustworthy. You're, you are that and like smart and capable. You, you can do it the way you want to do it. And Mm. I remember feeling like that was so simple and like, no, that can't be it. (laughs) Mm. Like like, the way that I want to do business and everything is, is the way like that. That can't be it. Do you run into that Mm. a lot?
0: Totally. Yeah. Because I mean, we feel like we have to prove ourselves or that, okay, art and artistry and creation and whatever kind of a creative you are that that's somehow separate from business and they they they're so in they can be so intertwined and I think for a lot of creatives it is that feeling of like yeah just having to prove this like space that you're entering into because it's not who you are or it doesn't you know we have all the stories of like starving artists or just a lot of creatives that I work with just feel like I'm just like not good at the business part. And it's not that you're not good at the yeah. business part. You might just like not know yet or mm-hmm. or it's been made to seem a lot more difficult than it has to be for you. And I think mm-hmm. that happens with social media where it's like if you're going on social media and you, say, you see a 100 people saying do it this way and then you see another 100 people saying do it this way and then you see a new strategy and a new strategy. It's like for creatives that is the – quickest way to like smash your creative energy. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I see that all of the time. One of the things I wrote down before that felt really important was like that Mm. coming back to the basics. And yes, obviously, if you don't, okay, so let's say you're starting a business, or you're starting to turn your craft into a business, then of course, you're not going to know what you're doing. Or of course, Mm -hmm. you're going to need some support in figuring out like, what's the so the thing you said before, like someone just tell me what to do. That's like not necessarily a bad thing. Like help me to figure out which direction right. I'm moving in me, like for your personal business. This is why I love coaching so much because like when we're just taking advice from people that we don't know their business, they don't know ours, they don't know our creative energy. They don't know, like when we're just sort of just picking all these random like pieces of information off social media or just wherever we can get it, that can be a quick way to go to, to burnout and feeling like I don't know what I'm doing because right. it's not – that doesn't necessarily apply. And then also it's just like too much information. And so yeah. I think two parts of it. One is if you're – not even if you're new, but if you're trying to build something or, you know, make a living off of your craft, it's like you might just not know the direction to move and then therefore getting support. That is so important. And then coming back to like – the basics of trusting yourself to know what to do and figure out what to do and one of the things you and I always talked about is like you just really might as well like you literally might as well well. trust yourself to one do it the way you want to and figure out that what that even looks like for creatives a lot of the times what happens is you're like okay what I actually want is if I had like my ultimate vision and version of it, I want to be a singer, let's say, or I mm-hmm. want to be an artist. And then because we feel a lot of creatives feel like that's not possible or been told that it's not possible, or then you see like all of these artists who are doing all these other things and they're like scaling and they're doing all of these things that you feel like you have to do, or they're doing different types of art. You feel like, okay, I have to do that in order to be successful. And so I think, Uh, whether you're just starting or whether you're way down the line, just giving yourself that time to like come back to the thing you actually want to do and then pick apart all the things that don't apply to that. So if you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: are an artist and you want to create art this way, what are the things that you've kind of like just added because you feel like you have to add that don't need to be there? And then watch how much more creative energy space and probably movement within your business And your life, really, even, you'll have.
1: Totally. Yeah, because you're in alignment. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I feel like, okay, one of the most magical things about living in this day and age is that you really can create a business out of who you truly are. And, like, the options on how, you know, the kind of career they want are like limitless, especially with social media, which makes, which is hard. Like psychologically, the more options you have, like the more frozen you can become, which is why it's really important to know who you actually are Mm -hmm. and what actually lights you up. And I've noticed for myself, when I began this business, I really was modeling it after some of my mentors, some people that were really wonderful, but it wasn't totally me and I'm still in that process of like, I feel like almost every month there's just like this like piece that's probably subtle to anyone watching, but Mm. that doesn't belong to me that kind of like falls off or I'll feel like I'm in a tension with it and then I'm like, oh, it's because this isn't really me anymore. And like just kind of being okay with that process of like the things that aren't me are just going to kind of fall off the more that I really ground into my actual identity. Mm. And so I wonder if you could speak into like, you talk about this a lot. And every time you talk about it, I'm always like, oh yeah. You talk about the ebbs and flows of the artist in business, of the creative in business. And can you speak to that? Can you like talk about what that means? So important it is.
0: Yes. I want to come back to identity after too, because that's also a massive theme for creatives. But um, this is why creative business is so different because you as a creative, have natural ebbs and flows in your creative energy. And so therefore, figuring out like what that looks like for you for some. Okay, so let's say an artist, for example. Let's say you have the the ma- most massive burst of energy once a year and you create all of your art. Okay, that's what you have to model your life and your business after. Mm-hmm. If you're an artist who like just creates and creates and creates and creates and creates, That's what we model your business after. For creatives, when we get like so burnt out or when we get so just tapped out is when we're just trying to like follow this flow that someone else created. Or, Mm -hmm. okay, so let's say you talked about kind of like the bro business before. It's like that's just constant go, like constant create, constant create, constant create, constant create, and like put out, put out, put out. That's just not how creatives function. And so one of the things that I, I do talk about constantly, because it's something that adds so much tension to creatives lives and flow and business that doesn't need to is figuring out like what that looks like for you, your creative process ebbs and flows, and then the ones that we can't really necessarily control, like the natural ebb and flow of just your life, Your business, when you feel on, when you don't, when you feel good, when you don't, and honoring that. Like when you're in the up of it, let's say, like using that energy. Mm -hmm. And so that when you're not, when you're in that creative lull or low, let's say, you can just be there and it not be a negative, bad thing. Most of the things we see. And yes, there are moments when it's like, okay, I'm at that space now where I need to either get out of this or like help myself, you know, get, just get back to me and get back Mm -hmm. in that flow. But I think for a lot of creatives where that like tension and burnout and just like, just not great feelings for lack of a better word is in trying to get out of the thing that they're actually in.
1: Like, I'm in a rest season, and I just feel like I have no creative energy, but, like, I know I need to be creating, so I'm just
0: going to try and, like, create something anyways. Yes. And then why? And then what's the point? Like, what – there's no – there's nothing that comes out of that, except for you're frustrated, you pushed when you didn't need to push, and it's so hard. Like, this is probably one of the hardest things to do is to learn to, like, be in the season you're in, and – but it is the most beneficial – What and – It's not always for business. It's the most beneficial for you. And then therefore, Mm -hmm. that does come through in your business. It comes through in your work. It comes through in your art. And so, and that, but that requires such massive self-trust, which everything comes back to. But yeah, I think be learning how, learning what your ebbs and flows are, learning what your creative process really is, what your energy actually needs, what your life actually needs is so freaking important. And then trusting yourself within that ebbs and flows. And then if we're talking about business, modeling your business after that. Mm -hmm. I think that like the whole like why,
1: what's the point thing, I would have, Yeah. I would wonder if people would say, because I felt like this too, like, well, I need to make money. Like Like I literally need to make money. Like how can I? And just right off the bat, what would you say to that?
0: I mean, yeah for sure right (laughs) like I think it's it's uh, this is something I talk so much about too like safety and security for creatives is also essential like it is pretty hard to create when you're not safe and secure financially emotionally everything and so that is a fair and legitimate concern thought and so I mean it kind of depends what phase you're at in business, that my answer would be, if you're yeah, just sure. starting, it, it is something to like, think about in your mm-hmm. life of like, what do I need? Is, I guess this is a question that I would kind of reflect back, like, what do you need in order to feel safe and secure within the ebbs and flows? And that means financially. And so let's say you're at the beginning of your business where you're not making money, then that's something to think about. Yeah. In figuring out how do you create that safety so you can create. And then a lot further down the road, it would be kind of like that thinking ahead of creating your business so that, okay, so for example, the artist example I gave before, where if you're an artist who creates maybe like one time or a couple launches a year, setting yourself and your business up so that it can support you within Mm -hmm. those so it's not saying like okay when you're in the the ebb and the low then just don't create and like well let's hope for the best it's setting up so that you can have that safety and security whatever that it's hard it's a hard question to answer because it's going to be so different for everybody what that looks like but it is a legitimate totally necessary question
1: yeah yeah and I think that like It's definitely where the very practical people in my life have... Totally. ...given me lots of warning, which didn't, like, help me very much. You know, like, didn't help me feel safe to be like, I think I'm going to move towards creativity. Um, But a couple of things, just for anyone listening. It's okay. uh, Do you follow To Be Magnetic? Like, Lacey Uh, Phillips? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So she has this really great idea of, like, sometimes the next job that you have is really kind of like funding your creative process. It's really sort of like your financer. It's like the bridge job, she calls it. And sometimes we do need that like in between. So there were things that I used to do in my business and I felt like really ashamed because I felt like I was selling out. But then when I really began to realize, no, I'm not selling out. I am actually good at this and it is a really great way to make money and – If I'm really honest, I'm not ready to fully jump into the artistic Mm -hmm. things that I want to do yet. So this is like the in-between stage that I need to get to where I want to go. And it does help us financially. And it's not like totally outside of what I want to do. It's just not all the way doing completely what I want to do yet.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah completely and that allows you to take the steps towards the things you actually completely want to do and that's why yeah. I gave the example of kind of like when you're in the beginning phase like when I quit my full-time job like it was that that era of like just go all in just yeah and I was Jump not ready the bridge no. yeah, mm. and I was not ready and it created so much stress and anxiety and, and a, an inability to be as creative as I wanted to be because yeah. it was like that safety and security wasn't there. And so I think whatever you need, and I love that you said, like without shame too, like whatever you need, it doesn't mean you're not all in. It doesn't mean you're not right. following totally. the thing you're wanting to follow. It doesn't mean you're not fully in your creative process. But I think we underestimate how necessary safety and security is for the creative process. Um, and yeah, there's yeah. obviously something to be said about like that surrender within it, but that surrender is a lot easier when you feel safe and secure. And so I think asking yourself that question of like, what do I actually need to feel safe and secure enough to be able to be fully in my creative process, etc. cetera.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think there's like this, this becoming phase, like becoming yeah. the type of person that can hold the dreams that I have is a really important part of my process. Mm
0: -hmm. I could
1: never like have jumped in, you know, to where I'm at now three years ago, just like a flower doesn't bloom in a day. You know what I mean? Like, or I guess some flowers do bloom in a day, but like, you know, like (laughs) just like, just like the process of becoming is just as important. And it doesn't mean that you're selling out. And Mm -hmm. that's something that I think is so important for creatives to know. If you have a dream of creating Maybe you want to – maybe you have created a product and you want to m- have a successful business around it or you want to be some certain type of coach. I have a friend who really loves baking and she wants to create a whole business around, like, um, helping people bake through grief. Like, mm. genius. Like, so beautiful. So, so many things like that. But she's like, I've never seen that done. I have no idea how that would even mm. be anything. Like, I – and I think you are the same. Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm still – working through teaching younger parts of myself that they'll be safe when their dreams mm. come true. And mm. that's an important part of the creatives process as well.
0: Totally. I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is important to add. I've had my most financially successful year ever this mm. year, feeling the most like myself that I ever have. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard to explain to people, but that is something that it's that it's kind of that risk that, um, that we're trying to like explain like no trust trust me the more you become yourself the more opportunity and abundance comes into your path because you feel safe to hold it your nervous system can actually mm-hmm. hold financial success and attention and mm-hmm. um you know people's p- people's eyes on you are needing something from me you. your, your nervous system can hold that and it's been to my I don't know joy and my my healing to find that that was actually true for me and I know you see it
0: all the time with your clients. The more that they become themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to say yeah. it is such a hard thing to explain because until you're there, it's like you cannot explain the feeling, the click, the you just cannot explain it. But every single time in my own personal life, when I have like trusted myself or made a decision that was hard, but I knew it was the one that I needed to make, or I followed the thing I actually wanted to create, or I let go of things that I had to let go of. And then also for my clients, the same thing. Like the deeper that you sink into who you actually are, what you actually want, what you actually want that to look, the deeper you sink into that and trust that, and then take the steps to model after that or to create that, like no amount of strategy or following someone else's thing or literally anything could create that. And I've seen it over and over and over again. And until you kind of have that experience for yourself, I think it's something that's very hard to explain and it, but it just takes you like, I know it's so hard to just say, just trust yourself, but just ask yourself the Ask the right questions, like ask the get curious, like ask the questions of yourself that usually we ask other people. Like, what do I actually want? Mm-hmm. What would that actually look like? If I believed that it was possible, what would I really do now? And then watch the way that like life truly does unfold and opportunities that are actually for you will find you i've seen yes
1: they really do over
0: and over and over and over in my own life and in my clients lives
1: yeah totally
0: and also it feels a million times better putting like success aside and like all of even business stuff aside your life just feels so much better your ability to create feels so much better and to me that's like one of the that's the big win
1: yeah yeah totally what has the role of getting support or coaching done for you or, and what do you notice that it does for the people that you work with? Why is it so important?
0: Well, I mean, it is so <laughs> hard to see our own stuff. Even me as a coach for eight years, or I mean, I'm sure you too, as a coach, as a as someone who works with other people, it is very different. And I don't think... Everybody always has to have a coach. I always say that. Like the, it, you can get there on your own. You can move through these things and have these realizations on your own. I do believe that. However, I think there's something so massive to be said about like having support and reflection and perspective. A lot of the mm-hmm. times for most of my clients, the shift is the, that shift that is needed is not that big. Like it's, we usually think like, oh my God, in order for me to have this success or to feel a certain way or to figure out the right direction that I need to be moving in, like it's just so big when it's in our own head. Like if we're sitting there, okay, so for example, for me, I work from home. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening work from home and like have their creative process on their own. Like, so you're just constantly in your head with all these thoughts and all of these like things that are hard to process a lot of the times on your own. And I think the benefit of having someone in your corner, whether that's a coach or whoever, that can like pull out the pieces that are actually so easy and so simple. Most of the things my clients (laughs) and I do together are very simple. And they usually just come from like the right questions that we don't have when we're usually have when we're like in our own, We're seeing things so up close. And so I think having a coach or just somebody to sort of help pull out those little pieces that will really shift everything and actually doesn't have to be as big and overwhelming is so beneficial.
1: Totally. So simple. Yeah. I remember our time together and me being like, wait, what? Like, it gets to be that Mm -hmm. easy? I don't know what I thought you were going to tell me, like (laughs) a bunch of practical business steps or something, but it was mm-hmm. like not it was not that at all. It was like me just really grounding into like, no, who are you? What do you want? And the rules yeah. are all made up so you get to do it the way that you want. I don't mean like the tax yeah. the tax rules and like like I don't I'm epic yeah, yeah, yeah. or like um, you know practically but like the the way to do it the way to success yeah. the way to embody your dreams is really so 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 unique and it takes knowing who you are it reminds me of like my kids when they're really stressed out about something that to me I'm like babe it's so like it's really not that like, it's so it's so easy yeah. i think yeah. that coaching coaching too is you know there are a lot of i know a lot of people who want to have successful coaching businesses a lot a lot a lot a lot mm-hmm. and it's hard to recognize your own disempowerment yeah. and you need somebody to help you see like you're disqualifying yourself before you even begin. Yeah. And so, and a lot of coaches will be like, I, or a lot of people will say, I really want to have this successful coaching business, but like, I just, I don't know how, and it's too hard. And I just, I don't really have the money for like coaching myself. And I think like, huh, coaching for me, I mean, I was Really like, and I actually needed trauma therapy back, you know, but it enabled me to become the person that could have the business that I wanted, and I couldn't afford to not get that help. Yeah, and all the money that I've spent on coaching and therapy, I've made back because I've been able to become the person that can. That can build things with her life instead of, you know, staying in this self-protective state. Yeah. So it's definitely been that. everything to me.
0: I love that. I love it because it's and I love what you said about like, and this is why I don't really do practical one, two, until we're actually in your business and in your yeah. life and we know. Because though the work that we actually do, that you actually do, is getting you to the place where those answers just become so clear for you and what yeah. you actually need to move in your life and your business the decisions like it all just becomes so clear and so easy and so yeah I love that you said that because it it, it's Mm -hmm. usually the thing we're looking for right we're like just tell me what to do like tell me which one two three step am I implementing in order to like go viral and become famous and like there are those things obviously there's strategy for some people but for the for creatives and the people that I usually work with it's a lot deeper than that and a lot easier than that. Once we get to like figuring out what's the thing that's actually just stopping you from doing the thing you want to do.
1: Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And somebody that's in their authenticity is so. Yeah. Well, t- so magnetic. So yeah. like, like they're they're hard not to look at. They're hard not to yeah. give attention to. And those. Yeah a lot of the people that go viral before they're really ready for that attention, it freaks them out and it's Mm -hmm. like not actually helpful. So yes, there are actual practical things that you can do, but really like understanding your belovedness, understanding your value is like the best business strategy Mm. that I've ever, that I've ever had. I wanted to share a little bit too with, with listeners and you know, this part of my process too, that my, ultimate dream is to really be more in the music space and to be creating and songwriting and working with songwriters and working with musicians and artists and songwriters. And I love coaching. I love my clients. I hope that I'm always coaching and I'm always mm. teaching because that's a, that's a, that is a big part of who I am. It's also not the thing that absolutely lights me up the most. Mm. And I at this point, because this podcast sort of serves as like also a record of my process, because yeah. I want, I don't want there to be any shame around the human experience of transforming growth. And also just to highlight like the struggle that creatives have and the path forward. I think that at this point, I don't know how to do that and how to make that happen. But anytime I am spending time with that dream, I'm always more surprised to find the blocks inside of me around that actually coming true than the lack of resources, lack of Mm. connections, lack of money, lack of time that I think that I have in my, (laughs) in my brain.
0: Um, Does that make sense? Totally. A hundred percent.
1: It has so much more to do with like the fear around how that would be financially possible or what that would mean for my family or like how that would actually even be. Yeah. Possible with our family schedule or whatever. And it's all just so silly. It's like not anything that couldn't work out. There are people that are doing exactly what I want to do right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're actually just doing it, it feels so different versus thinking about doing it or thinking about why you can't do it or wondering what it's like. It's so different. Yeah. It feels so different. And so that's such a beautiful place for creatives to start. Like if you're in that place of like, what if that doesn't work or when, how do I, it's just do something. I post, I was talking about this with a client yesterday and I posted about it. It's like, it is so much, it is so uncomfortable to not be following the thing you desire much more uncomfortable than if you just took a step towards that thing or like tried, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the fear for most creatives is most people, but creatives, especially is that it won't work or that we'll fail or we won't make it or we won't be known or all of these things that are, we're human. So it's fair and it's a legitimate fear. And when you're actually doing that thing, that fear usually fades away. And the discomfort is usually just in not following that desire. And so if you have a desire And you're not following it. That's actually the discomfort, not the not not the actual following it. And so, if you can just like, if you want the one, two, three step, it's just continue to take the next step towards that thing without Mm -hmm. the pressure of figuring out what that's going to look like and how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and will you be like, it's makes sense and it's fair, but to kind of ease that and just trust yourself to move towards the thing and trust yourself to know that like you'll figure it out as you go. And those, that discomfort is really just the discomfort of not following your own desires.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Getting really in touch with the things that light you up and taking like the tiny baby steps. Yeah. Towards it. Nothing. What are some of, if you look back over the last few years, the biggest like, success moments that blew your mind? And what was your struggle leading up to it personally?
0: Mm. I can think of a couple, but I think the one that is, like, the biggest, like, whoa, is when I – so probably how many years ago now? Like, maybe five or six years ago, I was engaged, and I had just turned 30, and I had this, like – I call it, like, my summer of cocooning. I – I did not leave my house because I did – and I did not really talk to anybody. I just – and I don't recommend this, but this is my story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I, I didn't tell anybody what I was thinking, but I had this like inkling that I needed to call off my engagement, that like this wasn't – I wasn't on the right path. I didn't like who I was being. I didn't like who I was becoming. I didn't like like the, the direction that I was seeing my life unfold. And I – usually would be the kind of person who would, you know, like talk to my friends and try and figure out like, okay, what's the right thing? And this is what our usual reaction is, right? Like, what are the things that I need? What should I do? Like, tell me, tell me. And uh, before this is kind of my reaction would be. And so anyways, I had this like summer of cocoon where I told nobody that I was thinking about this. I told nobody what I was experiencing. And I finally got to this place in September. So my birthday is in May. I turned 30 and had this like full spring summer like cocoon and I got to this place of like pure knowing not based on anybody else's opinions thoughts nothing that I was about to like explode my life basically and someone else's but I knew like I went it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life but it changed the trajectory
1: of Mm. my entire
0: life I had been full-time in my business for like a year kind of like trying to make it work doing all the things. And I'm not joking. The like instant that I trusted myself, called off the engagement. I had no backup plan. Like I don't, I had no idea what I was going to do financially, like physically, like nothing. And the, I was just caught like 100%. I trusted myself, made the decisions and my business. Like, I don't like to make it like an overnight success thing because it was not, this is years leading up to it. But by trusting myself and kind of being forced to um, to trust and do the things that yeah. I needed to do, my business like clicked. And wow. that was probably like one of the biggest moments of like, um, I don't even want to say the biggest moments of success, but the biggest moments of shifts into kind of this life that I knew was waiting for me and was like available to me and the thing that I actually wanted to do. And truly the thing I think that shifted that was that I, I, tr- I did not feel like myself within that relationship or within that life. Mm-hmm. And when I trusted in myself and followed this like version of what I felt was waiting, it was there
1: hmm you jumped off the cliff mm-hmm. and you had a soft place to land mm-hmm. yeah dang
0: yeah and I have so many mo- moments like that but I think that was the most just like clearly yeah. laid out truly like the month after I had up until that point the like biggest month that I had had and just like financially was safe like anyways it was just like one after another I met my now husband like two months later
1: congratulations by the way just getting married (laughs) thank you yeah
0: but yeah I think that's just it's just those moments are when self-trust is so massive and like turning that energy back to you and this is true for creative business creative process like everything when we're feeling like something is uncomfortable or something is like this question is brewing in me like for me it was do I call off my engagement like with no backup plan. And I think that happens for all of us where we have those moments of like, kind of like identity shake up or life shake up or a different direction we want to move or a new, this, you were talking about um, identity before. And this is something I work through with clients all the time, just like evolving identity within your art and your craft and your life. And we have such resistance to that. Um, But when you like allow yourself to evolve and to, like, follow your identity now or, like, just allowing all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the the magic. And, yeah. So that was probably, like, my biggest discomfort, which led to this massive moment of self-trust, which led to, like, my life genuinely fully clicking into place. Totally. I don't know anybody that is living
1: a life that they – love that hasn't had a moment like that yeah I think that like well and that I should say too just from a trauma-informed perspective for all of my relationship anxiety Mm. clients and friends that that what she's talking about is different than like maybe I need to burn something down in order for my life to work I can relate it to when we moved away from Reading we were like thinking we used to live in Northern California and we thought maybe we can make it work. And I just, same, just like you said, I hated who we were there. Mm -hmm. It was not for us and moving to where we wanted to move by the beach seemed impossible, but we, it was that same feeling of like, it wasn't like, Oh, I just need to blow up my life so that I can start over. It was like something better is Mm -hmm. calling to us and it seems really hard, but I can feel like, how much better that's going to be for us. And mm. those jumps like that you did, that I did, those are those are the pivots. Those are like the massive pivotal totally. moments. And it's amazing how you can see and I can also see for myself how that impacted my business
0: completely. Like yeah, who would I ever think, think? Yeah. And I think that goes back to kind of the thing we were saying about the ebbs and the flows there, there sometimes is just a moment that you really, you can know something and you can have, and you can trust that. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed to call off my engagement. I had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, there's moments that, since then where it's like, I know, I know this is the thing. And I think a lot of the times for creatives, like that's when I, what I mean when I'm saying like, Self trust. It's like when you have those moments and you know that's enough. And then the rest, yes, safety and security, we want it, we crave it, we need it. And then sometimes there are these moments where it's like, I actually have no idea how this is going to work. I have no idea like what's going to happen. I just know that this is the thing that I need, my life needs. And so I'm going to trust myself to do it and I can trust myself to like figure it out as I go. Yes. Like, those moments are necessary.
1: Yeah, they're totally necessary. So it's possible, so possible, to be a creative and to be successful in the business space and to live a life based on who you truly are and what you truly love. Is that is that the wrap-up?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and you <laughs> might as well. Possible. And you you actually might as well. (laughs) You actually might as well do it how you actually want to do it. There's no point in building a business or a life that like doesn't match up with what you actually want. And so you literally might as well build it and create it the way that you really want to.
1: Yep. Starting now one small step at a time. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming to this free coaching session for me, basically. <laughs> and- <laughs> this free recorded coaching session for me. I really appreciate it. And I do really feel like I got so much out of it and I hope our listeners did too. And thank you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Of course. Bye guys.